Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. get right to it it's a huge show michigan shout out to the wolverines they return to a national championship jim harbaugh they did it after going to the college football playoff last year and losing they have prevailed and how about washington i know i'm devastated they beat my texas longhorns but respect is due to michael Penix and company they too advanced to a championship game you're going to see washington the huskies you're going to see michigan the wolverines this is what football is about this is what sports television is all about championship players championship moments championship trophies well speaking of championships how about an nfl player who's vying for his first one lamar action jackson an absolute dude having an absolute season likely going to win his second nfl mvp award now the ravens they've already clinched the one seed got the best record in the afc and the best record in the nfl far and James Jones, how we feeling, big dog? Man, I feel good. What's going on, family? Hey, you were at the Rose Bowl as well. Yes. How was, was that environment? Michigan, Alabama, yeah. how was it? It was crazy. It was crazy. I told my boys, I was with my boys, and I'm like, man, listen, y'all got to get to one of these schools. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy played at San Jose State. You know, I still can hear mama in the crowd and all that. I said, this special. <laughs> <laughs> mama, grandma, everybody. What's yeah. up, Uncle Chuck Chuck? Yeah, hey, I am black for my baby. You hear all that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this right here, this special, man. Y'all got to get here one day. No doubt about it. That is the brilliant Joy Taylor, Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Let's get right to the Ravens. Because, James, I've been doing a lot of thinking. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, they are not only elite, mm -hmm. they are playing at an elite level. Yes, sir. It has me thinking very simply, Joy, that this is a boom or bust, must-get-it-done year mm -hmm. for the Ravens. I do not think it will be any easier for for Lamar Jackson's Ravens in the future than it is right now. When I think about the top 10 AFC quarterbacks going into the season, five of them are hurt or benched. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, yeah. amongst others. Herbert, Herbert. Herbert. Oh, there it is. Yep. Herbert, that's the fifth one. Mm -hmm. Either hurt or benched, four of which are hurt, Russell Wilson being benched. Then you think on the flip side, Patrick Mahomes, as bad as he's ever been. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, the Bills, they are as bad as they've been since Josh Allen has been Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, they got to get it done because yeah. that defense is elite. Yeah. Lamar Jackson playing at an MVP level, and the path is of least resistance. It's not just about how good the Ravens are. Yeah. The Ravens are really good. The path is really easy. It is a Super Bowl or bust year for Lamar Jackson in my mind. Where do you stand? I 100% agree. Um, when you talk about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens this season, they are the best team in football. Lamar Jackson has them as with the best record in football. He is playing at an MVP level. He will get an MVP. Everything is going right for them. Number two, they're healthy. 
and you're going to get Mark Andrews back. That is one of the toughest things to do as you go through a football season to make sure you are healthy going into the postseason and playing at a high level. This is the time. This, I, I don't want to say now or never because Lamar Jackson is a special player. But it has to be right now. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because I was on some really good football teams. I sit here with one championship, playing with a lot of great players, a Hall of Fame quarterback. And when we won the Super Bowl in 2010, you couldn't tell me we was going to be sitting up here with one. I was going to mm-hmm. be sitting up here with one. Knowing that you had a young Aaron Rodgers, you had a young Jordy Nelson not fighting for no contract, you had a young James Jones not in no contract, you had young Greg Jennings, you had young Jermichael Finley, you had young young uh, Randall Cobb. Eddie like, Lacy. Eddie Lacy was there. You had young – no, none of us was under contract. On the defensive side of the ball, you had Charles Woodson, Al Harris, Nick Collins, A.J. Hawk, Clay Matthews, B.J. Raji. Like, you couldn't tell me we would be sitting here with one championship. With that being said, it is extremely hard to win championships. So when you have an opportunity, and just like you said, touching on all those players, when you have an opportunity, knowing that Joe Burrows is not in the playoffs, knowing that Justin Herberts will not be there because he hurt, knowing there is no Russell Wilson, knowing Patty's struggling, this is your time to go get this one done because you are healthy and playing at an extremely high level. And I hate looking forward and thinking about next year because we never know what that's going to look like. You can have injuries. Russell Wilson could be a stealer. Aaron Rodgers could be coming back. You don't know what's going to happen. It could be harder. The time is now for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson to go get this championship. I, I, look, I like winning. <laughs> I like Super Bowls. But they're hard to get to. They are. And they're even harder to win. You just sat here and said it. If you'd have asked you after that Super Bowl how many you would have had, we didn't seen big-time superstars talk about not one, not two, not three, uh-huh. four, five, six, seven. <laughs> It's really hard to do. So I hear you. This might be the easiest. Mm-hmm. But whoever said it was supposed to be easy? Mm. Even when it's hard, somebody makes it through. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to get there. Even in years where everyone's healthy and everybody's good, we've seen it before. I can't say it's Super Bowl bust in that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will never have another opportunity to go to a Super Bowl. I don't think that this is Lamar Jackson's last chance. No, he's, he's not 40. They're not aging out. Everybody's on the last year of their contract. Con- Rosters look different every single year. And every single year we go into seasons predicting things and it goes wrong. Who did you have in the Super Bowl? I AFC. had Aaron Rodgers and the Jets in yeah. the Super Bowl. No, I'm not saying that to point oh. out that you're wrong. No, 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 you're good. Because if Aaron Rodgers had been healthy, we might be having a different conversation 100%. about who's at the top of the AFC right now. But we don't know what's going to happen in this game. I think it would be disappointing if they didn't make it to a Super Bowl this year because they are the great team of this regular season. We know that. They beat everybody there is to beat and the other team that we thought was great, and they smacked them around at home. So it would be disappointing. But how much of a disappointment is it for them to get to an AFC championship game? Say it goes down to the wire with, uh, I don't know, Josh Allen and the Bills. Are we going to look at this entire season as a failure? I think it will be hard for anyone to walk away saying it was a failure. Was it disappointing? I think there's differences in those words. Yeah, I'm with Joy right there. I mean, to say Super Bowl or bust, that's tough for me because it's so hard to win Super Bowls on one part. And the second thing is, like, this is a, a kind of a young team. You look at offensively, a new offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. right, that's coming here. I didn't know that offenses look like this. I know Lamar Jackson be a really good player, but not like this, yeah. right? Then you look at his wide receiver core. Odell Beckham, we're not sure what's going to happen to him next year because he's on a one-year deal. Right? But all the other dudes, they all are young. Yeah. Bateman's young. Yeah. The best wide receiver, Zay Flowers, he's young. Yeah. So they always have a chance to be in the playoffs because that's what Lamar does. Mm-hmm. Since Lamar has been healthy, he's always in the playoffs. 
And I don't go by all the seating, right? It's cool to get seating as, as far as getting a buy, right? Or, or, or maybe facing a lesser opponent. But just getting there, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Y'all was a team that was on the road for all y'all wins, right? Sure. When you're super mm-hmm. running 2010. No so it always matters to me is just get there. And Lamar Jackson will always have a chance to get there. He's 27 years old. Right. That's what he does. So to say a bust is, is, is wild. I think Lamar just has a chance to get there every year like he does. I think he has a chance. But me being on the outside, I'm always thinking about what's your best chance? What's your best chance? I had, a, I had to have a real, real conversation with myself. The first Emmy I won, I was honest. I said, this is going to be as easy as it's going to get, Acho. Because I was winning. I was up for breakthrough emerging talent, which means I'm up against other young talent. <laughs> and if I ain't better than these young talent, how in God's name am I going to win it versus these old talent? Mm-hmm. So I had a real conversation with myself like, yo, Shady, this is about as easy as it's going to get. My homeboy Toby was up for a Grammy. I'm thinking to myself, God, I hope he wins because he's up for breakthrough emerging talent. Eventually, he's going to be up against Drake. Yeah. And up against 2 chains, And up against Kanye. And up against, like, it's your easiest chance. Not to say you can't win one, no, but not. this is your easiest chance. Lamar is incredibly talented. We all agree with that. Joy agree with you. James agree with you. Shady agree with you. But it's not just about Lamar's talent. To me, it's about the fact that Joe Burrow is disqualified from winning this year. He's not playing. Justin Herbert is disqualified from winning this year. He's not playing. Deshaun Watson is disqualified from winning this year. He's not playing. It won't get easier. And I'm thinking, if you don't win it this year, sure, you can win it, yeah. man, but it ain't going to get no easier for you. So out of all the quarterbacks you just named, first of all, Lamar wins more than autumn quarterbacks. In the regular season, yes. Right, so he has a chance to get there for one. The second thing is, dudes, you talking about, they, who said they're going to win championships? Who said they're going to go to the, the, the championship game? I'm not saying they are. Uh, Joe Burrow's the only one yep. that we can put in like, yo, this dude has a chance to go there. Yep. Other guys? I mean, if Lamar Jackson is in a tough boat to win something, they got to be in a tougher boat. I'm saying they might just keep him from getting there. I'm not saying they will win. I'm just talking about the the path of resistance is easier without Herbert. I'm going to leave Herbert out of it. He hasn't shown me nothing to even put his his name with Lamar Jackson as far as playoff wins or just playoff in general. He he hasn't earned that yet, right? Sure. Let's put him to the side. But wait, what what are you putting him to the side for? Because you, you, you said they can kind of stop him. Yes. He hasn't, he hasn't stopped him by yet. But he, he had a 30-point <laughs> advantage. You're better off. Okay, let's, he'll give you more resistance than C.J. Beathard. I don't know that. Okay. We were saying it because of the talent, right? But when we get over there, we've seen it. You are 30-something on me. Playoffs. And you can't win that. So yeah. I, I can't. I know he's talented. I know he got the great hair. You know what I mean? He's like Hulk Hogan or, or, or Brett Michaels with football. I get it. I get that. We got to see some results. Sure. So I'm a, the, the Sean Watson, your team look better without you mm. than with you. So let's, them two, let's put them. Whoop. Mm. Mahomes, they look tough right now. They're having a little up and down. But we do think that that's the team that can stop Lamar Jackson. No question. Josh Allen, yes. right? It's the team can stop. That's it to me. So them three teams right there, the Chiefs, um, the Bills and the Bengals, yeah. right? Those are the teams that can stop Lamar Jackson. But then again, Josh been stopped a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So especially when you want to look at Lamar, it's like it's the same thing with everybody else. Yeah. Only thing I can say is Joe Burrow, and I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But for me, this is, I'm looking at the team. Oh, look at the and team. I'm sure you can agree with me on this, Shady. It's teams that you looking like in that Philadelphia locker room, like, ooh, we like that. <laughs> And you, the results wasn't on the field, but you're like, dang, this team good. And it might be some other teams. You're like, we weren't that talented, but we went far. Right. You, know, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so right. for me, yeah. when I look at the team, I'm like, bruh, it ain't even really got to be all Lamar. The way this team is built right now, 
and how wounded the AFC is and the team that you have. And I know you're a big reason around it, but this team is built and healthy at the right time. And if some of these dudes over here hurt, I do think this is the easy path. I will never say Lamar ain't going to come in this thing and win another one because he's too talented for that. But when you talk about right now, an easy road to get there, knowing it's Patty struggling and these dudes ain't there, and the team you got, this is the time. I I don't care. This is the time right now for Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens. I wait, 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 wait. Is that because of? Is, are y'all guys saying because of everybody else? Yes. Okay, and how I, good? I could go with that. I'm All going. Right. I'm going everybody else, Joy, and I'm also going the fortune of the Ravens this year. I said about the Eagles last year. I said I hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year because mm-hmm. it's not getting no easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Eagles were healthy last year, healthier than everybody else. Offensive line, everybody started 16 or 17 games. I think Lane may have started 15. Running back Miles Sanders, I think he started 15 to 16. Jalen Hurts, he was healthy for 14, 15 of them joints. AJ Brown didn't miss a game. I don't think Devonte Smith missed a game last. I don't think Dallas Goddard missed a game. Defensively, healthy, 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 healthy. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he got hurt, but he came back. Meanwhile, in the rest of the NFC, Aaron Rodgers, he was down. Dak Prescott, he had a thumb. Brock Purdy, he was his first year as a starter halfway through the season. Jimmy G was hurt. Trey Lance was hurt. I'm like, Eagles, this is your chance. And now we're looking a year later. And it doesn't look like it's going to be easier for the Eagles. And if you look at the Eagles roster construction, it's not getting any easier for the Eagles going forward. I'm not saying they can't win again. Of course, anything can happen in life. I could go win the lottery right now if I stop at a Texaco and, and, and get some lotto tickets. But it was the Eagles' easiest chance. I think, Joy, it's the Ravens' easiest chance. But we can make this argument for almost every Super Bowl run there's ever been. There's always breaks. When you get into the postseason, there's always breaks throughout the season. Things happen that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. You can make this argument about the Cincinnati Bengals. Dang, Bengals should have won the Super Bowl when they were there because they might not never get back. Mm-hmm. They went back to the AFC Championship game, and now everybody's injured. And they're not involved in it this year. We're not saying this about Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But we are. So... So they're, they're never going to be able to have another opportunity to get to the Super Bowl? I, see, I don't like the word never, because the person who speaks in absolutes is an absolute liar. Bust but is implying that. Bust is implying this season or, like, think about with Burrow. I don't feel great because T. Higgins is now about to be we gone. We don't feel – here's the thing. We, we're asking about Lamar Jackson, right? The mm-hmm. Ravens – organizations live on, right? They, they go to different quarterbacks. They have different teams. They have different eras. Okay, so we're talking about specifically the quarterback in this situation. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow has, will have another opportunity to get to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I feel confident about that. <clears throat> Just like I feel confident even if Lamar Jackson doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, they'll have another opportunity to do that. And I can go down the line with anybody who is young and has a high level of talent. Lots of things change throughout the season. I hear what you're saying about the Eagles last year. But I could make that same argument for Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals last year. And, I would and you could make that same argument for the Niners yes, this year. I agree. Because next year, the NFC will look yes, different. And the I agree. The entire conference is going to look different. I agree. I, I, that's the argument I'm making. It's not, this, to me, is not unique to the Ravens. I think if you were to go back, you go back to your Miami Dolphins in the mid-1980s, you would have been like, man, damn, Marino, going to go back. Of course, he gonna, he's young. Second year, Marino going back. Never went back again. Phillip Rivers. Oh, Phillip Rivers? Of course he's going to go back. It's Phillip Rivers. Never went back again. Mike Vick, conference championship game his third year. Vick, number one overall pick, he going to go back. Never went back again. Cam Newton, fifth year, NFL MVP. Of course they going back. Luke Keekley there, Thomas Davis there. Of course they never went back again, to your point, your boy Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. 2010, we got to go back. Yeah. So there, I'm with you, Joy. To me, it's, this is not living in a silo. I what? would say the same thing about the Niners next year. When now, when it's time to pay Purdy, I would say the same thing. Because Ayuk, he might not be around much longer. Dre Greenlaw, he going to want to get paid like Fred getting paid. This, isn't, this isn't unique in my mind. Oh, he want to get paid like Fred? He going to get, he going to. 
I don't think he's asking for that. Not yet. He's an honest man. <laughs> you know what? But I got to take you back a little bit because just having a chance is, is what you play for. That's right. right. You know, I mean, I get it. Everyone will say Super Bowl on three, right? That ain't, that's not realistic. <laughs> not at all. Having a chance is realistic. And if you look at the Ravens, their defense is going to be the same. Right? You talked about who may leave this year? Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen. I think he's a hell of a player. Pierce, right? But no one thing that. about the Ravens, they're going to keep a good defense. Yo, you might leave, you might stay. Ray Lewis might retire. Yo, we gonna keep a good defense. That's what they do. So on the defensive side of the ball, they always gonna be good. That's their DNA. That's who, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. On offense, you got this MVP quarterback. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. And then now they get some players around him on offense as mm-hmm. skill players. Mm-hmm. So they always have a chance. That's the only thing I'm trying to tell you is like, listen, I get what you're saying, and I hear you. Right? And the same thing you worried about the Ravens, we all worry about the Bengals. Because Joe Burrow got his paper, yes. but T. Higgins might not get his paper there. Mm-hmm. Right? Chase got to get paid, yep. right? Oh, wait, wait, oh, Mixon, oh, oh, Joe Mixon, is he going to stay? He just took another pay. You get what I'm saying? So as much as we talk about the Ravens, it's their year to get it? I don't know, because next year might be the year let to get it, too. This, let, let me ask you this. Um, let's focus real quick on the, two teams, on the two teams you mentioned. Shady, you mentioned the Bills and you mentioned the Chiefs. Yeah. At a minimum, mm-hmm. let's not talk about Burrow. Let, let's not talk about Trevor Lawrence. Cool. Let's not talk about Tua. Let's not talk about Deshaun. Nobody else. Let's just talk about the Bills and the Chiefs. At a minimum, this is as bad as we have seen them yeah. in a mighty long time. Bills fired their offensive coordinator middle of the season. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, as bad as they've looked, you know better than anybody, they plan on rebounding. So even if we just focus on Lamar Jackson's two biggest so these, competitors, so these two, let's, let's, just these two, I would say <laughs> this is your best chance. you got a better so, defense than the Chiefs, and you're playing better at quarterback than those two. So, Joy, let's dissect it. Let's right? do it. These, these two. <laughs> let's go to the Chiefs first. That's my favorite team. I love the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I love Andy Reid. Patrick Holmes is going to be Patrick Holmes, right? Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, I think he'll be a lot better next year, right? I, I think, I don't think it's no distraction. I just think it's just he's having a one of them years. We all have been there, okay. right? But if you look at the, just the offense, right? Hopefully, them young boys will play better next year. Oh, uh, it's gonna be a veteran in there. I, I, I mean, that's what, that's what we think. I don't know. We don't know that though. Like MVS, MVS. I'm surprised he's still playing. Yeah. He might not be there next year. He might still be there. We don't know that. But on the defensive side, what's they playing the best at? Right now, the, the Chiefs' defense is the real deal right now. Mm-hmm. Ladarius Sneed, I think he's a top three corner right now yeah. today. I don't care what nobody say. I like that. Will he be there next year? Is he ever Chris contract? Jones, though. Hold up. He got to get paid. Yeah. Don't forget he had the holdout. Did you forget that? Yeah, all right, look. We doing this playoff thing. It's cool. I'm, I'm with y'all. Soon the game's over, I need my money. Can they pay him? So when we ask these questions about the Ravens, <laughs> Mm. We got to ask the, uh, the same thing to the other teams because now the Chiefs are in a money situation. Yeah. They can't go out there and get no superstar wide receiver. Can't go out there and get another D-tackle like Chris Jones. The Bills, how we know they're going to come back strong? They had a lot of injuries, right? Von, Von Mayer still is not back from his injury, right? You got um, 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 Milano, Mavilano, Tredavis-White. I, I forgot about Mavilano. Yeah. I was about to say Tredavis-White. He's coming back for another injury. We don't know how he's going mm-hmm. to come back. Might take some time. And then Milano. Mm-hmm. He might take some So you don't know what's going to happen. But here's what we know. Here's what we do okay, know. What we know. What, what we, we know. know. what we know. They're all gone now. Next year that's, they might be back. That's but the big. point I am making that's, that I hope the whole world that. hears is they're all gone now. That's a good point. Burrow might not come yeah. back the same, but he's gone now. Mm-hmm. Herbert might not come back the same, but he's gone now. Yeah. Matt Milano might not come back the same, but he's gone now. Listen. Ain't nobody in the house. Security system's off. Yeah. Cameras is offline. Yeah, yeah, don't rob them right now. This is the best time. And I'm with you on that, too. point, though. But I don't care if they're here. <laughs> right. I don't care if Joe Burrow and them boys is here right now. 
The best team and the best player in football is in Baltimore. Sir, sir. Oh, you so do care, though. You're sitting with the number you one. You do care, though. A little bit. But you're uh, sitting, <laughs> <laughs> you sitting with the number one seed. I've been in the locker room sitting with the number one seed. Like, dub, 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 dub. Like, I'm looking at this right now. As the playoff pitcher sits right now, and this is why I say it's now or never for Lamar, because I'm looking at this. So, Lamar bye week, first round, right? Josh Allen, as it sits right now, plays Patty. Mm. One of them got to go. Mm. That's true. One of them yeah. go. Yeah, so make- now Lamar's sitting up there like, cool, Josh gone. Mm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so now I only got to worry about a struggling Patty coming into Baltimore? That's a good point. And my team is healthy? But yeah. see, this, that's, a, that's a great point. But see, yeah. enjoy. This is, this is why I, this is my last thought on it, and I'm going to stop down here. I'm using a lot of casino references because I went to casino for the first time in five years this past weekend. Using a lot of casino references. What I learned 2-5 playing blackjack is very, very simple. It's not really about your hand. No, no. It's about their hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have plenty of 20s this weekend mm. on a blackjack table. Push. And plenty of pushes, <laughs> and a dealer have plenty of blackjacks. Mm. It's not about your hand. Oh, it's time to get it's up. It's about their hand. We have seen the Ravens have a 14-2 and two hand before. Mm. We've seen Lamar Jackson have a unanimous MVP hand before. Yeah. We've seen these things happen. Now, let's not act like this is the best team Lamar Jackson's had as it pertains to record against the field. Let's not act like this is the best season Lamar Jackson's had. We've seen a 14-2 and two hand before. What was the dealer showing? The dealer right now is not showing Joe Burrow. They not showing Aaron Rodgers. They not showing Deshaun Watson. They not showing a great Patrick Mahomes. What's the dealer showing? I don't care about the Ravens' hand as much. Yeah, true. What's the dealer showing? To me, the dealer showing a six. The dealer showing Jake Browning. They showing Gardner Minshew. The dealer dealer showing Joe Flacco. Oh, Joy. You know what, Joy Lawrence? The dealer. I was with. I was with Joy. Put this thing down. You gotta double down because you at the crib too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I hear you. Still you. My dog. I hear you. You look good at that blue. I'm going. If you lose, you still got money. You, yeah, and you could win again. To play with next you year. You could win again. You're not going broke. I got you markers. Could, I got big markers. You could win again. Point, yeah. You could so win you again. I don't know how much money he just said. I'm all. You ain't all in. You don't have no money. I'm back on her side. But you just put all your money in. You ain't got too much money left. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. It is extremely hard to get to Super Bowls. It is even harder to win them. We have a lot of legendary players who have only been to one, who have only won one. I hear you. I just think it's not the, the road is not over for Lamar Jackson in his career. If they don't win it this year, it's obviously maybe the easiest. Yep. The reason, but, you, but but things happen every single year. But I'm gonna, just saying, as long as Lamar Jackson is playing the level that he's been playing his entire career, I feel good about my chances. And I, I and I agree. I agree that but it's going to be plenty of more years that Lamar's in his playoffs, and we're gonna be looking at these teams like, dang, he could lose. Mm-hmm. He could lose. And every year that we have those good teams in the playoffs, we only looking, one makes it to the Super Bowl. We ain't looking so, at so, that. So, so, so let me ask you out to this. Uh-huh. So let's say Lamar Jackson does win this Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Ooh, good for him. Praise God. Ooh. Are you guys gonna put that star next to it? Right, right. Because I know how y'all get down. Especially the one next to me. He's an instigator. I know y'all think he is. That smile and all that, but man, this dude is an instigator. Anyway, are you putting a star behind that? I mean, who did he play? No, no. We was just in the meeting room, right? And he was like, I mean, well, I mean, mean, he had had a bye week. You win one game, you win an AFC Championship game. Because I don't care who there. It ain't no star. Super Bowl champion, MVP, Lamar Action Jack. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. Because some people will. 
So some people will on February 14th, 15th, and 16th. But what I know is this, in two years, in five years, in 10 years, don't matter. People put stars next to the bubble championship for the Lakers. Hey, man. Hey, man. So wait, 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 so wait, I don't want to hear none about no stars. Hold on. Sorry, Okay, you got, you got the, the formidable 49ers. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, so it don't matter who play quarterback for them because we always got to hear about that. You got Dak Prescott healthy. Jalen Hurts is playing, even if he's – we'll say he's healthy. He's playing. He's healthy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still playing, correct? Mm -hmm. Down or not, you playing. Two is healthy. Josh Allen is playing. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of people you got to go through. Uh, Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Mm -hmm. He's playing. Yeah. So I, wh wh where's the star at? I don't care if – I, I, I said the star because if you heard everything, they keep saying, oh, no, no, you know, no. Oh, Burrow's not out here. No, no, no. Right, right, right. So, so no. over here. And, and they got a good point. All I'm saying is that when you – maybe two days or a week after the Super Bowl, right, when we look at who played who, mm -hmm. we're going to be like, yo, man, oh, oh. No. No, how y'all get down? Hey. I mean, Lamar be a uh, bad. Uh, nah. Mama always said, okay, you okay. can say whatever you want to say about me, but you got to call me a champ. That's okay. it. So, so I'm, 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 I'm with that. I just want to know what y'all going to say. That's I'm it. With that. Okay, when Nobody's we return, mama. it is time to talk about college football, the epic uh, games from last night. Join with really the most prominent voice when it talks to college football. It's an honor to be joined by Joel Klatt. We're going to talk about Michigan, talk about the Wolverines, talk about the Huskies, yes. talk about Bama, talk about Texas. Will Harbaugh go to the NFL? Everything that you need to know and have missed the last 16 weeks of the college football season culminating in yesterday, we will discuss. Don't forget, check us out every day. Uh, Joe, Joe's good. He's smart. Dude. I heard, I heard the brother talk. He know what he's talking about. Let me get my pen and pad. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. College Football National Championship, it is here. I am joined by Joel Klatt. I will be honest, there is no better, more well-knowledgeable voice in all of college football Thank than the you, man, man right here. I Honor, privilege. That. Get comfortable in your chairs. Turn your volumes up. Everything that you need to know will be discussed in the next 8 to 12 minutes, give or take. It depends on how long my brain can endure all the wisdom <laughs> you're about to give me. Oh, okay, we'll let's see. start here. Let's my go. Longhorns, they lost to the Huskies. That's right. Huskies beat them. Michael Penix played absolutely phenomenal. I Obviously, this is the best Texas team since I was there in 2009. Yeah. Did the best team win between these two teams, Washington, Texas? Um, you know, listen, I think overall, Texas would probably claim to be the, the, the better team. This is why they were favored. However, it was a bad matchup for Texas. And as you know, it becomes more about the matchup. Just in the last segment, you were talking about it's not your hand, it's the dealer's yes, hand. Sir. And in this case, the dealer... Washington had the hand that was going to beat you, the Longhorns. The problem is, is that Michael Penix is such a good passer of the football. And when you're bringing in a 94th-ranked passing defense in the country, that's a bad matchup. The secondary was going to be no match for the talent that Washington was going to have on the field. Yeah. So because of that specific matchup, I favored and picked Washington in that game. Michael Penix, he, to me, is one of the best throwers of the football that we have seen in college football. Yeah. It's his timing. It's his accuracy. It's his anticipation. How does Michael Penix stack up to the Caleb Williams mm. of the world? How's he stack up to the Drake Mays of the world? Is he a better pro prospect in your mind than some of those
those great, great names. He's more, he's more pro-ready. You know, those other guys, even Caleb's going to have to develop a little bit in, in terms of the way that he plays. Like Patrick Mahomes had to develop and take his skill set, which was unique from Texas Tech, and then develop that at the NFL level, Caleb's going to have to learn a lot of those same things. The most pro-ready quarterback might be Michael Penix because of the things that you're talking about. You, yeah. you said an, an interesting phrase, and I, and I want to take a little deeper here. You said he's a great thrower of the football, right? Well, to me, yes, but he's also a great passer of the football, and there's a difference between the two. And, and, and let's just talk about it in terms of percentages and odds. A great wide receiver is going to be a great wide receiver in a 50-50 situation. This is what makes great talents on the outside, is that they can go and win in a 50-50 situation. But what happens when your quarterback puts the odds in your favor if you're a great wide receiver? And that's exactly what Michael Penix does, because he throws with terrific leverage. So he's passing the football to these great wide receivers with proper leverage away from the defense. So let's just bring it up right here. Yep. You're a defender right Got here, it. okay? Let's say I'm running a fade route like gotcha. this. This ball is never from Pinnock's going to bring me closer to the defender where you now have an opportunity. He's always going to bring me outside away from the defender. So every single time that you're seeing Michael Pinnock throw the ball down the field, what you're seeing him is he's taking his wide receiver away from the defense. That type of leverage passing is what makes him so good and so dynamic and it's very difficult to stop. This is invaluable insight we're getting. Well, now let's focus on Michael Penick's potential opponents. It was Michigan, it was Alabama. You and I were both at the Rose Bowl. A phenomenal game. The atmosphere was absolutely yeah. electric. It was great. But as we talk about Michigan, as we talk about Bama, did the best team win in that matchup? Yeah. yeah, yes, they did. Michigan, for the entirety of the season, was the more complete and the more dominant team. It just so happened that the last time we saw these two teams, It was Alabama beating Georgia and ending that 29-game winning streak and the two-time defending national champions. And it was Michigan not playing great against Iowa. And it's not an Iowa team that we thought very highly of. So, and I fell into this trap as well here, I thought a lot of people got spooked off of Michigan because of those last two games that we saw in the conference championship games. But if you look at the entirety of the season, here's what you'll see. Is that at the line of scrimmage, Michigan was a better team for the entirety of the season. They had the opportunities in this game to really put Bama away. And the only reason it was a tight game is because of the miscues on the special teams. Absolutely. Couple punts. And even with, think about this, normally you don't beat Bama when you make a lot of mistakes. Even with all the mistakes on the special teams, being severely outplayed, they still won the football game. That's how I know that the better team won. Before we look ahead to Michigan versus Washington, let's look back. What I love about you is you can both talk about the game, but you can analyze and break down the game. Again, America, no better football mind in college than the one I'm with right now. This was the play that decided the Alabama loss. I love that they kept the ball in Jalen Milrow's hands. I love that they kept the ball in the quarterback's hands. But do you love the play? Simply put, it was a QB power do you love the play i'm gonna pause it right here let the viewer take a second to digest it okay so th- I, I don't love it and the reason is is because they were trying to allow this motion that happened before the snap to provide the the horizontal stretch to the defensive front okay hold 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 clack because you talking at a high level of elevation what you're saying is this they wanted this motion to provide a horizontal stretch to that's these right. defenders that's here. Right. why would that have helped 
Well, because you're trying to run power and you're trying to crease the defense by blocking this side down, and then you're going to pull this guard around over here. So what you're trying to do is crease the defense with an extra gap on the left side. But here's what happens is because the motion happens before the snap, only one Wolverine leaves the defensive front, which leaves seven Wolverines still to defend the run. So the Wolverines right now are plus one in the run game. So now you've got to be perfect, which you're not because Milrow's got to reach for the snap. And then even with Mike Sainer still the nickel back blitzing too high, everything has been collapsed. So while Milrow probably could have jump cutted to the left and maybe gotten into the end zone, the timing of the play was all thrown off. Let's go back to the start and let's talk about what we should have done if we're Alabama in this sense. It's not about the fact that it went to the wrong player. It did. It went to the right player. The problem is the formation. Uh I like what you were talking about earlier and we'll get to that. I want some sort of horizontal stretch out of the action in the backfield. Earlier in the game, in the fourth quarter, what you saw is that Alabama runs this horizontal read where Milrow is getting this read for the wide stretch with the running back, which makes this defense have to stretch, and then Milrow runs the power right there. We didn't get that action because the motion happens before the snap. You talked about before we came on, and this is a great point, if we would have flexed the tight end for Alabama and aligned him outside, now what does it do to the defense? You flex him and you align him outside, very simply put, it makes these linebackers declare where their coverage is. So if this linebacker, if he has this tight end man-to-man, well, now all of a sudden, I got to walk. That's right. And if I got to walk, then you as the quarterback, you as Jalen Milrow, you already know, okay, he's walked, now I might have a numbers advantage. If I don't have to walk, now Alabama would realize, oh, maybe we don't have numbers, but here's my last question for you as it pertains to this play. Why was there not a screen action off of it? As soon as you see that this linebacker is slow to follow this running back who is going in motion, why did you not have the option to at least throw the halfback screen? If you'll see during this play, the running back peeks back for the ball. Let me get out of the way so you can see it. See him right now? You see that right there? Let me go to the wide for you, Clat. So watch this running back. So here's Milrow, and as he gets the snap, the back looks back right now. Uh, I believe that this was possible for Milrow to read it and throw this out. But because the snap is low... I don't think he got a good look at the leverage going on because in the back. End. If my thought is, if you throw that, you block there, you block there, all that has to happen is that this individual has to beat that in. That's right. And by the way, he's already beat because that running back has all the way to the pylon to go beat him. And now this defender is going to have to run through the traffic of two blocks taking place on the outside. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about, was it the wrong play? Well, Probably, but it had more to do with the horizontal stretch. It had more to do with the formation, the action in the backfield, and then the poor execution of the bad snap. Are we upset that Jalen Milrow got that ball? No, absolutely not, because guess what? He's the only reason they're in that position. That's all that was working against that defensive line. Let's spin it forward now, because this is what's absolutely most important. Of everything we've discussed now, here's the most important conversation we can have. Now you got Michael Penix. Yeah. Now you got Michigan championship game. Michigan, they have the number one total defense in football, number one scoring defense in football, number two pass defense in football. But Washington and Michael Penix, they have the number one pass offense in football. There's no greater matchups to me than unstoppable force, immovable object. Immovable object, Michigan defense. Unstoppable force, Washington offense. Who are you giving the early advantage to? I I would lean towards Michigan, and the reason is, is that that defense is not built on one aspect. It's not just a great secondary. It's not just a great corner. It's not just an elite pass rusher. It's 
actually a collective, all 11 doing their job at the same time. So what you're going to see from Michigan is a pass rush that collapses the pocket holistically, pushing in particular into the lap of Michael Penix. That's what the tackles did to Milrow. That's what they've been doing all year. The last thing that I would say about this is that this Michigan team and this version since COVID, when Jim Harbaugh almost lost his job, he went and he built a team specifically to do one thing, and it wasn't win a national championship. It was beat Ohio State. And in in 2020 and 21, what did Ohio State look like? C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. It was basically a version of what they will see against Washington. Now, you can make an argument that this Washington team is a better version of that Ohio State team because Penix is playing on a different level. And I'm here for it, right? I think it's going to be a great game. I just think that Michigan's ability to match up with what Washington does is going to be hard for for the Huskies. The Huskies basically have one path to victory. Penix goes off. Michigan has four paths to victory. Run the football, limit possessions, beat them up on the defensive line, get a turnover, get a couple of stuff. There's a lot of things that can happen for Michigan. That's why I'm going to pick the Wolverines. This is a conversation y'all literally cannot get anywhere. This is my final thought for you. Jim Harbaugh. A lot of controversy this season. Rumored to go to the National Football League to become a head coach. There's a team in Los Angeles that doesn't currently have a coach. (laughs) Jim Harbaugh, outside of coaching at Michigan, has always coached in California. Does Harbaugh make sense to leave after bringing Michigan back to a national championship for the first time in 24 years? Or does he need to win it to leave? If he loses, does he leave? What are the scenarios that play out in your head? You know, I I don't know if the outcome of next Monday's game is going to affect what happens with the future of Jim Harbaugh. I think what has more of an effect on the future with Jim Harbaugh is is the pending punishment from both the infractions that they've been notified about, stemming back to recruiting violations, and the investigation of the uh, Connor Stallion sign-stealing operation. I think Jim is facing upwards of eight or more game suspension next year. Why would you want to go through with that? He's also a guy that wants to come back and do something very specific, which is return Michigan to its proper place in their mind on the college football pantheon. And if he's able to do that on Monday night and win the game, I think that he would probably move on and avoid what's going on in the future and go ahead and and try his hand again at winning a Super Bowl. Think about how painfully close he came to winning a Super Bowl. Right reaching the echelon of his profession. And if he could bring Michigan back and go win a Super Bowl, I think that's something that would be attractive to him. Well, regardless of the outcome, definitely one having this conversation. Yeah, we all did privilege. Joel Klatt, you're really the most brilliant mind for my money. I appreciate money that. College football. It's good to be with you guys. <laughs> have a, well, first of all, happy new year and have a great week. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Now, real, real quick, you did a great job. Now, I'm not as great in college like I am in the NFL. Yeah, there you go. But I told a gentleman, I said, I know you with the Texas, but listen, they will not win this game. Not last week. Two weeks ago, I told him this. And guess what he did? He didn't believe me. But now you see what happened. Is that gentleman standing here? <laughs> look, 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 you're looking at We're him. looking at him. You're looking at him. <laughs> okay, can they stop Shocker. looking at me? Can we roll the tees, please? There can we is. roll the tees? Thank you. See you. All right, family. When we return, Eagles, they are limping into the playoffs. They have struggled. Jalen Hurts, how much of the blame should he get? That's next on Speak. How about it for Clap, man? Thank you, Clap. Oh, you need to be a GM, though. Uh, wait. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
family, we are in third and long. Back to the NFL. This is the most intriguing topic in all of the NFL this year. It's the Philadelphia Eagles collapse. They started 10-1. and They've since lost four of their last five games. Jalen Hurts, he has five turnovers in that span. Jalen Hurts, he is amongst the lead leaders in turning the ball over. Well, Shady, you are the leader in rushing yards for the Philadelphia Eagles. I will start with you, my friend. What's you starting with? <laughs> Have the Eagles struggles? Have they changed your opinion of the man who was an all-pro last year, the man who went to a Super Bowl last year, the man who many say outplayed Patrick Mahomes in that Super Bowl last year? Have the Eagles struggles changed your opinion of Jalen? No, I, I mean, as I sit here at my job and Fox and <laughs> speak, it's tough right now. Yeah. Jalen, he's not playing well, but collectively, we're not playing well as a team. Our defense looked terrible. Um, terrible. They, they, they shouldn't even be allowed to line up and, and be an eagle on defense. Mm. We should go out and recruit 11 dudes for the streets. Okay, you're a truck driver, you look pretty big. Come on in. Mm. Right, you garbage, come on in. That's how they played. They went up and down the field, and it wasn't like the, 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 the Cowboys with Dak Prescott, the way he's been playing. It wasn't like Brock Purdy in that crazy office with, with, with the Niners. It wasn't Lamar Jackson. It was Kyler Murray and the Cardinals who, who've been bad all year. And it's... And, and, mm. <laughs> you hear the passion, Joey Taylor. You hear the passion. Yeah, so, I'm, 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 listen, I, I think it's hard for any quarterback to win with the 29th ranked defense. And it's only 32 teams in football, right? We, 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 we have a coordinator we just put in, put in place now, and you can see it. You can see it. You put a new coordinator in the, in the season, you can see why I look so confused. Miscommunications. We look bad on defense, yeah. right? The Cardinals, are they punt at one time? Mm. Or did it was didn't a pick. Punt. They oh, no, punt. it was six out of seven drives, but the one was a pick Correct. six. Yeah. That was a crazy pass he threw. Anyway, we just got to be better. And before we can blame Jalen Hurts, and he has to be better. There's no way in the world that A.J. Brown shouldn't be touching the ball. That's our best player on offense, mm-hmm. right? But as much given uh, blame to him, what about the running game? Why is, why is Swift not touching the rock? Mm-hmm. Why are you not in the game? What are we talking about here? Keep what are we talking going, about? Man. Get La- La- last year, when we were a dominant team, yes, Jalen Hurts did play well. But what really got us going, I hate to say, was the running game. Running game. We, if you were watching the Eagles got in trouble last year, if we play bad on offense coming up the third, uh, second half, we're going to run that ball. We're going to run that ball. Okay, now we run the ball, now we control. Play action. Where AJ at? He's there. T- touchdown. Mm-hmm. We're not doing nothing like that. And you can tell, like, it, it's, it's so frustrating because every time you heard the interviews, it's like, what can I say? I don't have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk. So, yes, Jalen Hurst should be better. But we all, as, as players, we go through these moments where we be up and down. I've been there. So, my own year, I made $16 million as a running back, which, you know, it's hard to do. I had 800 yards that year. The next year, I mean, I gave you what I, what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I had a bad year. It happens. And if you watch Jalen Hurts' career, it's been, I was like this. Ah, it's going up. So, he could be better. But I'm not going to say I changed my opinion about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. He's still an all-pro quarterback that took his team to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Holla at him if you want to. Mm. Is it on Joy Joy or me? Oh, you want to go? I'll, I'll say oh, my thoughts. Oh. James Jones, go ahead. Go ahead, James. <laughs> now, give me, the, give me the hate now. Give me the hate now. Hey, man, I wanted my dog to keep going. I want you to kind of, you hey, know, you say you're going to get there. I want you to get it off your chest. James, you met my dad this weekend, right? Yes, I did. My mom, dad and mom went to Vegas. Yeah. They, they doing their thing, you know yeah. what I mean? They doing their little thing. He met my dad. Yeah. But my dad always says to me, he come home, hey, boy, this is why I know I'm in trouble. Hey, boy, you want the good news or bad news? <laughs> <laughs> come on, dad, give me that bad news. <laughs> Get this spanking out the way. <laughs> so I'm with you. Uh, your opinion changed, Jay? My opinion has not changed on Jalen Hurts because I believe this is who Jalen Hurts is. Who is this? Oh, Jalen Hurts showed us last year that 
He's not going to wow you with Aaron Rodgers numbers and all that type stuff or Tom Brady numbers, touchdown yeah. okay. passes. That's and true. He's not going to wow you with that. That's true. His greatest attribute is winning, right? And that is what he is doing this year. So my opinion hasn't changed. If my opinion has changed, my opinion has changed for this coaching staff. Mm. And the reason oh. why I say that is because every team and coach and coordinator in the offseason gets an opportunity to watch the best players and how can we stop. Talk about it. <clears throat> this dude was an all-pro player last year. What defensive schemes can we run to slow down Jalen Hurts, right? What does Jalen Hurts like to do best? He likes to use his legs, right? So let's eliminate that. Let's make him a true passer in the pocket, right? Teams have been doing that. That's why he started the season off turning the football over a little bit because they stopped him from using his legs. You're going to stand in his pocket and throw the football. You heard Bosa say from the Niners, don't let him escape. Don't even rush up the field. Force him to throw this football. And then you look at the offensive coordinators. You see teams are trying to do that. As an offensive coach in Nick Sirianni, you get with your offensive coordinators. This is how teams are trying to play Jalen. But instead, they said, AJ, you just line up there. Devontae, you just line up there, and we're just going to go, go ahead and play. And we want A.J. Brown to get the ball, but it's so easy to double-team a player when he's just standing there, right? It's hard to double-team C.D. Lamb when he's motioning out of the backfield, when he's starting on the left, going to the right, when he's starting at the Tyreek Hill, start at the wing back and motion out. It's hard to double-team these dudes. You create opportunities for them. Good point. The Philadelphia Eagles have done Jalen Hurts a disadvantage this year on how they have played offensive football. Right? Teams are loading up to stop the run. We will play you man-to-man. -man. You've seen the Chiefs do it. We'll play you man-to-man. -man. You have to make these throws. It's zero creativeness. And it's been like that all year long. And it's not helping Jalen Hurts, and it's not helping the receivers. So what I see from Jalen, he gave us this last year, but a couple more turnovers this year. The coaches have not changed nothing. And I put a lot of blame on them because they not, have not helped him be able to re-get the ball out of his hands and make his job easier. I agree. Yeah, uh, it's the coaching has come into question a lot. That's why they've made some changes. And I agree with you. They haven't done a lot to help spice things up, to get everybody involved, get their stars involved, put Jalen Hurts in a better situation. The defense has struggled a lot this year. We knew they were going to look a little different. We didn't think it was going to look this different. And that's played a big role in it, played a big role in their most recent loss. But the question is, have the struggles changed my opinion of Jalen Hurts? Mm -hmm. No, they haven't changed my opinion of Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to be that hysterical. And if we really look at the numbers, we would take this year, any year from Jalen Hurts, minus a few of the turnovers. That's what I'm saying. Because we got a worse year from Aaron Rodgers, his last year in Green Bay, and the New York Jets were super quick to go get Aaron Rodgers and do whatever Aaron Rodgers said on that roster. And we were talking about them in the Super Bowl. That was Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay. They had the exact same passer rating, by the way. A little difference in the uh, record, of course, because what Jalen Hurts does best is best. that you can compare him to? Yeah. I mean, I hated that you said Aaron Rodgers' numbers in your rant. I hated that you said it because I had to do it to him. And that's not an indictment of Aaron Rodgers no, because no. we know what Aaron Rodgers is capable of. Okay. Now, obviously, Aaron Rodgers has a, has a much longer resume and a much bigger reputation than Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts was in the Super Bowl Last year, I can officially say that now because we're in 2024. <laughs> Last year, he was in the Super Bowl. Last year, he was all pro. Last year, he was runner-up to league MVP. And if you really look at the numbers outside of the turnovers, which I think he will correct next year, what are we talking about with Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts isn't capable of being a franchise quarterback now because 
They're 11 and 5 in the postseason, by the way, and having a down year. Mm. Come on. You know, you know what you're yeah, talking about. You, yeah, you've been quiet. You <laughs> let us all go. This is your turn. Yeah. Should be talking to me? Yeah. He looking straight. Yeah. No, he ain't no onesie. He's talking to you. He looked through me. I'm like, my turn over. Yeah, so <laughs> she teed you up, brother. She went. Um, for clarity, of course, I believe Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback. Right. I do believe that. Um, has my opinion of Jalen Hurts changed? It hasn't changed, but I've been reminded of my concerns. Last year, Jalen Hurts did not wow us on tape. Mm-hmm. That's why Micah Parsons went on his podcast, on Von Miller's podcast, and quite literally said, I mean, is it the system or is it Hurts? Is it Hurts or is it the system? Because Micah Parsons, as a defender, watches a tape like most everybody else in the National Football League's defenders and says, Jalen Hurts' game does not wow you. His winning wows you. Now, why I'm truly, truly, truly concerned is very simple. Jalen Hurts been hurt all year this year. Jalen Hurts was hurt at the end of last year. When I think about mobile quarterbacks throughout the history of the National Football League, they individually and they collectively peak in their first five seasons. Mike Vick's third year in the National Football League, conference championship. Robert Griffin's first year in the National Football League. I believe they made the playoffs, and I believe he won Rookie of the Year. Cam Newton's fifth year in the National Football League. He was a league MVP. He went to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson's second and third year in the National Football League. He went to the Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl. So historically speaking, mobile quarterbacks, their first five years, it is their window, in large part because of the deterioration of their mobility. Now, I hope Lamar Jackson is an outlier to that rule, but he might just be the outlier that proves the rule. So the reason I'm concerned isn't necessarily because of Jalen Hurts has gotten worse. It's because I'm looking at the history of the National Football League as it pertains to mobile quarterbacks. They usually have their greatest success early on. Jalen Hurts in his third year was an all-pro, hard to do. He was a runner-up for MVP. He went to the Super Bowl and lost. Well, we've seen great quarterbacks do similar things. Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl, lost. MVP, he won. Mm -hmm. So the reason I'm worried isn't because I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. It truly is because I think that Jalen Hurts, he's never going to wow us. So can he win at a higher clip than we've already seen him win? Couldn't, couldn't, I mean, I I know none of us have any faith in this, but, like, the Eagles could still go to the Super Bowl this year. Of course. Yeah, they got a chance. Bunch of tickets. The Lions could. Bunch of tickets. Uh, Oh, yeah, we know. Everybody in the postseason everybody has an opportunity could. to go yeah. to the playoffs this year. I think everybody could. Right. Shady, you agree? Huh? You uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, saying, I'll say it. Like, you, I, just, you. I don't understand why everything has to be so final. What do you mean by that? Man. Like, you, so, uh, do things not evolve? Wait, who are we beating, though? Hold on. I, I, no, 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 no. Listen, I, I, don't think that the, I don't think that the Eagles right, are, are, are in a position right now. <laughs> but they have, they, have a, they have a chance, okay, just, just like everybody else does. So we're saying, we're assuming in this case that the Eagles are not going back to the Super Bowl this year. Right? We, we in this conversation, there. we're assuming that, we yes. We ain't going there. I just want for clarification. We've been here, though. We, okay. not, not this year. Yes. We'll we be back soon. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I... I while I hear that is the, stati- the statistic for running quarterbacks, I believe that the league is evolving. Like, I think oh, it's, that, oh, yes, it is. I believe the league is evolving. When, when running quarterbacks used to be something that everyone was absolutely astonished by. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not mobile, people don't even really want to draft you. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, the game is adjusting to this hybrid quarterback where you have to be able to move as well. But, so calling Jalen Hurts a mobile quarterback is fair. Yes, he does use his legs a lot. He also throws the ball. Lamar Jackson is a mobile but quarterback not a lot. who also throws the ball. But, and and that, great points, but this is where I differ. Jalen Hurts has never sniffed 
30 passing touchdowns. Sniffed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, to, to, to a quarterback who's never sniffed 30 passing touchdowns and won a Super Bowl, Brad Johnson, that's the only one if you include playoffs since the turn of the century. Joe Flacco, but he had 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and in route to winning a Super Bowl, so he had 30 passing touchdowns. It's hard for me to even compare Hurts to the likes of Lamar, who led the league in passing touchdowns. So, in but, but, she, but she's saying the game's involved. So, so I guess the old, I guess, quarterback... You, you didn't see a lot of black quarterbacks. Of course. Right? Now, I mean, every, we almost every quarterback is almost black. You also, black. we still, so, when we talk about statistics, don't even like to include rushing I thought about it. I was like, get to that. Like, so when you say it's involved, yeah, like now, you see more rushing plays from the quarterback's Correct. position where you haven't seen before. So but, you got to add that to the... So full, but that's full circle my concern. Because my biggest concern was what? The fact that Jalen Hurts has been hurt all year this yeah. year. And he was hurt at the end of last year. And how did he get hurt? He got hurt running. Now, quarterbacks all get hurt. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, what is the value proposition of your mobility to your ability? Okay. Jalen Hurts' mobility is one of the greatest strengths of his ability. So if he loses his mobility, mm-hmm. like he has this season, if he loses his mobility, then his ability in totality will go down. So that's where I am concerned is because of because. So of question, question for you, because all you guys can answer this. So because I hear you talking about the, you know, the struggles and all that. Do you think Jalen Hurts has taken a step back? Because you've, you've touched on like you haven't seen him be great. Special. When I, special. When I watched that Super Bowl, whether he was hurt or not, Oof. he was special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throwing the football, yeah. he was special. You know, so for me, that's why I say I blame a lot of it on the offense because they didn't have a whole offseason to watch your offense and how to stop you. And you look special in the biggest game in the world against the best quarterback on the planet. You know, so for me, my question to you is, do you think he took a step back this, this season? Really good question. I, I think he, I don't think he took a step forward. That's really what it comes down to. Do I think it took a step back? I don't think so. But I think about the Super Bowl game. There were two real special throws. I believe he had got it right and he had got it left. The touchdown, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown was Oh, no, 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 That's a ball. That's a ball. That's a ball. But A.J. Outside shoulder, the, the, the D-back right there, that was a ball. My, my favorite ball, I'm saying, was the one to hey, Dallas Goddard, whoa. which I thought was like, yo, crazy. Um, did he take a step back? I don't think so. Because if you look at it statistically, he's quite literally like the same guy. Now, I, I'm not as flippant with turnovers. Like, I can't say plus or minus a few turnovers. Turnovers are the game. Oh, yeah. So that's a big deal. But he's same, same dude. He has 38 touchdowns this year. He had 35 last year. I, I don't know how to, but, but, I mean, hold up. Hold up. Go ahead. And I'm the eagle guy here. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be honest. It, it don't look the same, though. Agreed. So you say it's kind of the same year, but I, you say he's in the same spot? You gotta, I, I can't, I can't tell you that. It why, looks way different. But here's why. I think the, the victor writes the story. The Buffalo Bills game, Jalen Hurts did not play well. Mm. But they won. Right. And he had five passing touchdowns. Mm. So we didn't come on the show and say he didn't play well. Yeah. He was the favorite to win MVP after that game. But y'all realize, he didn't play well. But he was favorite to win MVP because the Eagles won, and he had five touchdowns. So last year, I think Jalen Hurts was very similar to this year. The difference is this defense has been atrocious. So now every quarterback is outplaying him. The last eight games, seven quarterbacks have outplayed Jalen Hurts when he's gone on the field with them. Kyler outplayed him. Dak outplayed him twice. Drew Locke outplayed him. Uh, Who am I missing? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I hit Kyler. Brock Purdy outplayed him. Like, everybody's outplaying them, in large part because the defense is so bad, and, Jaylen, and Josh Allen outplayed them. So if every opposing quarterback is outplaying you, then we got to change our story about you. Last year, he only got outplayed one time by Justin Fields because he got hurt in the game. That was it. And maybe Trevor Lawrence. Maybe because he threw two but, picks, but Trevor Lawrence fumbled four times. Uh, uh, what do you think? Enjoy I, I, I think we're... 
I think we're rewriting what we saw last year. Like, my memory's not like great, but I feel that they were pretty good last year, and Jalen Hurts played at a high level for I thought he like, did. most of the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So, so let's just, maybe let's just set that aside. If, if, if anything, he's been a victim of his own success no due to last year. No doubt. We can and look at happens. the numbers, and numbers don't tell the whole story. The reason why I brought up Aaron Rodgers' numbers is because we are panicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, does our opinion change of Jalen Hurts? Well, our opinion didn't change of one bad year of Aaron Rodgers, so much so that they, he went to another team and they changed the whole team around for him. And we were talking about them in the, being in the Super Bowl for six months. Yeah. Now, we'll never know if that was true or not because he got injured. But he got injured. Mm-hmm. And he ain't a running quarterback, by the way. Who also got injured? <laughs> so injuries are part of the game. I, I do think that I'm, I'm interested to see how the narrative about running quarterbacks actually compared to non-running quarterbacks because non-running quarterbacks get injured all the time as well. A lot of them are injured right now yes, they do. in yeah. the league. Yeah. So h- h- how does that affect moving forward being that we're changing how we evaluate quarterbacks? All that I think will matter. So I, that's why I push back on the running quarterback here's, thing. Here's my biggest thing is, to me, it's not about just running. And I hate getting too nuanced here because I don't have the numbers to show you all. It's all about how do you run compared to how much you pass. If Jalen Hurts passed for 35 touchdowns, his, his, his 15 rushing touchdowns wouldn't bother me. The fact that he's rushing for 600 yards three consecutive times, only Lamar Jackson and Randall Cunningham at the quarterback have done that, that wouldn't bother me. But the fact that Jalen Hurts doesn't also do it through the air. So what happens when you can't run? Josh Allen, it don't bother me that he rushes for 800 yards last year because I know Josh Allen can throw for 40 passing touchdowns. So when he can't run, Mm -hmm. when the defense takes it away, bombs, bombs, bombs. But how, James Jones, Mm -hmm. how will I, can I see you consistently win Super Bowls or win a Super Bowl, et cetera? How, if you don't pass for 25 touchdowns in a a 17-game season? Yeah, and and I understand that, but that's why it's so frustrating to me because we see Lamar Jackson come into this league and we see the Baltimore Ravens say, we're building this thing around Lamar. We got to get the right personnel around Lamar. We're going to get the right coach, we think, around Lamar. We're going to run what Lamar is going to have a lot of success at. Then as Lamar kind of grew and we started seeing Lamar throw this football, they say, ooh, we, the young fella is getting better at throwing the football. Let's go get an offensive coordinator to where we can spread people out and Lamar Jackson can throw this ball and he still can use his legs, right? That's what we've seen the Baltimore Ravens do. We have not seen the Eagles change all year long and the coach is getting up there saying we ain't going to change. But you see your quarterback struggling. You know right now in Jalen Hurts' career, young career, he's not a true pocket passer that's just going to stand back there and pick a defense apart. He's not that as much as we want him to be that, right? So let's create some plays to where he's on the move, getting his ball out of his hands. Let's get in some bunch of formations. Let's motion people over here to help him get the ball out of his hands faster into his playmaker's hands. We see none of that. It's either a draw or a sweep with Jalen Hurts. Right? Are he dropping back just throwing a bomb in the double coverage or whatever it may be to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith because it's no creativity. Nowhere. So y- your problem with the numbers is that Jalen is not close to 30 touchdowns. What are you at, 26? What Historically, Jalen Hurts has never sniffed 20 passing touchdowns. Okay. So I've never seen him in his four-year career. I've never seen him do it. Rookie year doesn't count. Sophomore year, he had 16. His last year, he had 22 passing. This year, I believe Jalen Hurts is at 23. So it's a four-year sample size. Yeah, okay. And I just, four years, we haven't, and that just matters to me. Again, I'm a defender. You, y'all play offense. Uh, Joy, you watch the game from a neutral perspective. So if y'all don't care, I'm not mad at y'all. But I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, bro, why drive when you can fly? 
I mean, I just don't care because I, I, I think that we are in a unique space in the league where all I hear about every year, we're going to talk about it when the draft comes up, is he a mobile quarterback or a pocket passer? Because he's got to be able to move around a little bit. We don't want that statue in the, in the pocket. That's over. Boom, boom, boom. That's over. So we also have to adjust how we evaluate quarterbacks. Are they running quarterbacks? Are they hybrid? Or like what, what is the terminology? Because it's such a bad thing yeah. to be a running quarterback. What, but everybody wants a running quarterback. And then when you have a running quarterback. Yeah, that's a great question. What's, I want to say, what's, what's Patrick Holmes? Well, hey, let me get the break because I got to hit this commercial break. Let's get back to this conversation that what's Patrick Mahomes? Let's revisit that. Honestly, <laughs> it's my favorite conversation um, because that is a great dialogue. Yeah, Mobile quarterbacks, running quarterbacks. I have thoughts as a defender. When we return, let's revisit the most interesting conversation in all of sports right now. That's next on Speed. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, Shady, let's get back to this conversation off camera. I had to pay off a commercial break, but right back to you real quick. Yeah. You said, how do you define Patrick Mahomes? What's Patrick Mahomes to you? Because my thing is, when you, well, this question for y'all, since y'all are talking about the quarterbacks running and all that. When you playing Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure it's like, listen, he's going, he makes great passes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Keep him in the pocket and don't let him scramble. As well as he throws the ball, you better be watching him when he scrambles. Yeah. So when you ask the same thing with Lamar Jackson, they're going to say, yo, keep him in the pocket, right? Don't let him scramble. So I was wondering, how do you guys see that? How would you categorize? I'll go first. I'll go quickly. I never want to see your running ability inhibit your passing ability. Okay. And when, with quarterbacks that win Super Bowls, they are mobile. But Aaron Rodgers' running ability didn't inhibit his passing ability. Ben Roethlisberger mobility, it didn't inhibit his passing ability. Patrick Mahomes' mobility it didn't inhibit his passing ability. Yeah. Jalen Hurts' mobility, whether it's because of play calling, whether it's because of style of play, whether it's because of his overall innate ability, it's inhibited his passing ability. So when I think about quarterbacks, I just do not want your running ability to ever inhibit your passing ability. We see that with Hurts. Mm. Well, this might come up in the next block, Shady, so remember this conversation depending on what we go with next. <laughs> um, I think it has a lot to do with play calling. I think that we I evaluate running quarterbacks, particularly if you are a running quarterback and you're young. Coaches like to take advantage of that. You're usually very fast. You're usually very healthy. And they're not afraid to risk that or take advantage of that. As you get older, you shift that a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. I don't think Jalen Hurts is incapable of throwing the football. Mm -hmm. I think he throws the football very well at a very high level. Mm -hmm. So I do think some of it is play calling because coaches like that. It's, it's, it's easy. It's, it's, it keeps the defense honest. You want, it, it is. Yep. It is. Give and then that. when they get hurt or you get wear and tear, then it starts to – you have to – you pay the reaper on it. But I, I don't think – I don't think the way that the league is heading and I don't think the where we are right now, it's fair to qualify anybody who has the ability to use their legs as just a running quarterback. To me, that's on the coaching and the play calling. Well, Joy brought it up. Next, we will talk about Justin Fields because that is Remember a everything we just running said. quarterback. Should the Bears Remember everything we just said? We didn't, get, we didn't get James's, though. The number one pick <laughs> and keep Justin Fields based on how well he's playing. God, this is going to be so highly debated over the next six months. Is We're it? starting now. Yep, yep, yep. Make it easy. Yep. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, 
What exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Family, we are in overtime. Justin Fields has made everybody's head turn with this play as of late. The problem is it had to turn back because they had already looked towards the number one overall pick in Caleb Williams, many are saying. Now, Justin Fields has helped the Bears win four out of their last five games, including beating the Detroit Lions, who've won the division. Bring us on Cam. James, let's start with you, big dog, because obviously you have had very polarizing thoughts on Justin Fields. Has Justin Fields done enough? What should the Bears do with that number one overall pick, which many think is going to Caleb Williams? They should trade it. They should trade it for about three first-round picks and keep my dog Justin Fields. Justin Fields over his last six games is four and two. But even if you're watching the games and forgetting the record and all that and who cares about the stats and all that type stuff, he's playing really good football. So if I'm able to trade this number one pick, get three first-round picks, and now I got four first-round picks, I don't care if you got some in this year's draft, some in next year's draft, whatever it may be, you have an opportunity to build a really good football team around a really good young quarterback who's showing you that he can be a big-time quarterback in this league. The last six games since he has came back from injury, he is 4-2 and playing lights out. And really could have won those two games and been sitting here at 6-0. and But the teams look better. Justin Fields is looking better. Inside the pocket, outside the pocket, the young fella has it all, right? We wanted to see him throw the football. Well, lately, these last six games, him being 4-2, he's been throwing the football extremely well. And they've been finding ways to win. I'm sticking with him because I'm able to get a lot of good young players and a lot of picks, you know, for trading that first-round pick. I'm sticking with Justin Fields because I never thought Justin Fields hey, was the whole real, problem. I don't even go real quick. Talk to me, Are you? Man. I got related. Nah, okay, you, his I'm, last name Phil Mine Jones. I mean, that's, you know, on earth, we cousins. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm glad that he's my but friend, look, though. You know just know this. Because Jay's going to ride. Anybody ride. Oh if they say anything about me, you better, yeah. you better ride out. Like, it's going down, I'm just making sure. It's going down. What you say about Shady? I don't One care what Shady did. Right. I know right. you saw right. him. I know you got the video, right. but... I got your back. It right. wasn't him. Right. I got your back. Even if you show me the video, I got to talk to my dog. Make these I can tell. tell. Hey, we can tell. We can tell. Talk to my dog. It's going to be my first call. I know Jason's going to pick up. He's going to be there. I got you. Uh, I like Justin a lot. I think Justin is extremely talented, and I think that he is going to have a career in it's this league. Coming. But this is not a simple question. It isn't. They are not sitting at the fifth or sixth pick mm-hmm. in the draft. They have just now started seeing this, this good play from him. You got a whole lot of bad play, too. So you have 
for two years in a row, an opportunity to take the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. You, do. you didn't do it last year, which I was totally cool with. But you Probably passed smart. on C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. Okay, you passed on them. Now you're talking about passing on like six or seven more prospects for Justin Fields. If that happens, if you choose to do that and take these three first-round picks, which you also don't know are going to be good or not or contribute right away, which they have to in this scenario because if you go through another season like this where they're eliminated from the playoffs, mm-hmm. they're not competing in the division really, and, and, and they're okay, no, and any of those other guys has their team in a position to be a perennial contender, mm-hmm. you're all out of a job. And guess what? You deserve to be, because you are in the power seat two years in a row. Two years in a row, you have the number one overall, number one overall pick, and this year you ain't even have to do nothing to get it. Yeah, but it's a, but it's a see. It's a business, James. And then if he's not good after next year, yeah. then you got to decide if you're going to keep him or pay him, and you might not have the number one overall pick in the draft. I'll just call Justin Fields after this. They say we got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we return, LaShawn McCoy chimes in. There's really been no louder voice on this Justin Fields topic than the one to my right. Shady knows a lot about high-quality play. All-pro, hard to do. Hard Eagles to do. all-time leading rusher, hard to do. All decade, retired. Super Bowls. Hard hey, to thank do. you, Joy. Like, he forgot about that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I did do that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our off-camera conversation becomes an on-camera conversation. It's been my favorite show of the year. <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. Can I go? I, I uh, waited patiently. Talk about Justin. <laughs> all right. This is the same thing that happened last year. Justin plays bad all year, right? But gets to the end of the season, the last four or five games, he plays, he plays okay. Right? We don't say he played play great. He plays okay. Last year we said the same thing. Yo, same questions. Are, are, the Bill, are the Bears going to keep Justin Fields? He's playing, he's playing a lot better. We always ask that this year. Played bad all year. Last four games, he's looking good. He's look, not even good, he's looking better. Because I don't know if you noticed or not. Good. But he's looking good. The last six he's games, he on, has man. eight touchdowns, oh, man. five turnovers. But I guess he don't care about that. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. I got a question for all of y'all. The numbers. You don't, yeah, I know you don't care about the six. You don't care about that. Mm-mm. If, okay, let me ask you like this. I'm going to ask you first. <laughs> if this was last year, right? Yes, sir. And Caleb Williams was coming out of school. With C.J. Stroud, right? With all them dudes. Bryce, Bryce Young. Yep. Who's going first? Caleb Williams. Why are we even like trying to like think about it? You had a generational talent over here from USC. Why are we playing with this? When I watched him play for the first time, I'm like, yo, is that Patrick Mahomes? Who is this dude? He's super like that. Don't look, James, I, I get it. This this simplify this thing for a second. Man. We want a super great player. That's what we want. Go take him. Justin let, let, oh, had plays let, just like he had plays in college. Let, Yes. Uh, oh, 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 I, I won't even like. I'm, I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Anyway, last question for you though. Yeah. Don't even more about that, Joy. That was wild. Nah, it ain't wild. When you watch, <laughs> when you watch tape with Justin Fields. Yes. Do you see more good or, or more bad? Oh, I don't want to look at you. Just, just tell them. Just tell them. Tell them. Don't look. 
It's what have you done for me? No, that's not what he asked you. That's not what he asked. We in court. Don't let him go. It's been more bad than good. It's been more bad than good. So what are we talking about, America? This is not me. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. You got a generational talent you can go get right now, right? You don't want to be the number one pick again next year. If you do that again, you won't have a job as a coach. Go get Caleb Williams. Stop playing with this. Stop making stuff overthinking it. And the second thing is the dudes you keep talking about every year. The last couple games, he plays well, right? Don't even worry about the eight. Out of well, almost 40 games, what is he, 8 and 27? What is that, something crazy? I guess that's why it's 32 GMs, because all everybody thinks different, right? Yeah. If I'm the GM right now, and I've seen this stretch of, of, of Justin Fields, and I continue to keep saying it, and I know you want to bring up numbers, but if we just popped up Lamar Jackson's numbers up there, we wouldn't have him at MVP. But it's the way that, we're watching He's a him. winner. It's the way we're watching Lamar's him. Lamar's a winner. He wins. Game. What are you talking about? Right. Don't ever say Lamar with his name. Don't ever do that. We're not gonna Don't get you in, ever do we're that. We're not going to get into that conversation. Oh, what's wrong with this dude? If I'm a GM, you want Killer Radies doing I this craziness. I'm going to trade and get three first round picks. I seen, I don't want to knock Caleb Williams, so I ain't going to bring can't, Caleb Williams. You, you can't knock him. Because uh, he, he lost you can't knock a lot him. of good teams and good quarterbacks. You can't knock him. You're supposed to be that quarterback. Here's my question. can't knock that boy. I know we got to go to break. You're supposed to be that dude. all the good ones. Joy made a point off camera. She made a point on camera. Caleb Williams is the consensus, unanimous number one overall pick. Sure. Easy. If you draft Caleb Williams, even if you're wrong, everybody would have been wrong. Correct. So don't you think there's at least discernment in saying, you know what, let me just take the person who's supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Don't you think there's wisdom in a general manager doing that? Because... Duh, it's the, it's the layup. Take your layup. Well, yeah, nobody. I'm not sitting up here saying y'all wrong for not saying you shouldn't keep Justin Fields, right? This is just my opinion yeah. of what I'm going to do at the GM. So, yes, as a GM, if you go take Caleb Williams, I'm not saying you wrong like the dude has shown you he's a baller. So that's not wrong. But I'm saying what I would do, I'm, it's a lot of people that think Caleb Williams is a baller. Y'all get Caleb Williams. Give me these three first-round picks to put around a, a solid quarterback in Justin Fields. You'll be fired. It's like you get a shot like right from the block. You get a layup from the block or shoot from the other. Hey, wait, what's he do better than him, though? What's he do better than him? He do everything that the quarterback you want to draft. Run and throw. One week after this. Run and throw. I don't know what KP Washington. We're only got 37 seconds, so let's get to it. James Jones, another solid week. Really, it was really tight all the way around. 11, yeah, 12, 13, 14. Good week, man. Solid. I love Oh, well. Oh. This is interesting. Shady's been in the lead for 17 weeks now. But. Hey, yo, I let my son pick the. That's why he's a son. He's 11. I got too cocky. We picked the guest school, though. Show me the money. We got set the bet, right? 2,500. 2,500, son. Y'all shaking. 2,500, good. I have nothing to say. You want some? I'll double. When you've been at the top, you know, you don't have to brag. Hey, Nacho, I brag. We'll see you tomorrow. All right.